Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Yesterday, I made a trip to a town I've wanted to visit for many years, Pahrump, Nevada. And I will always consider Pahrump to be Art Bell's town. And that's because that even though Art Bell was actually born in North Carolina and traveled the world extensively, he really reached his peak and had his golden years of broadcasting from his estate there in Pahrump, Nevada, as the creator and host of Coast to Coast AM. And that is also where Art died. I'll tell you a little bit about Pahrump first off. Now, of course, I am here right now at my residence in Las Vegas. And it takes about one hour to drive to Pahrump. You head west of Vegas and you go through the beautiful uh, Red Rock Canyon National Conservation Area where a lot of strange UFOs are seen. And Pahrump is uh, actually it's about 52 miles. And of course, it is in the Kingdom of Nye. That's Nye County. There's a population there of about 36,400 people. And when you look at the history of Pahrump, they say that that area was originally inhabited by the southern Paiute. It was slowly inhabited by settlers in the late 19th century. The name Pahrump comes from the indigenous name Parimpi, which means water rock, so named because of the abundant artesian wells in the valley. And because of the artesian wells, the new inhabitants of Pahrump Valley began a number of large ranch-style holdings, mostly over a thousand acres. And over the years, they produced uh, alfalfa, cotton, a lot of livestock, And when you drive from Vegas for one hour through the Red Rock Canyon, it is just, it's like driving through a matte painting. I mean, it really is incredible. The huge, dramatic, craggy cliffs and rock faces. It reminds me a lot of the John Ford westerns that I used to watch growing up as a kid because my mom and dad were really into westerns. But there's not much other than just scenery. I mean, it's one of those things where you got to make sure you have enough gas in your car before you start out, because for about an hour, you're not going to have a gas station. And then finally, off the distance, you see Pahrump. And we arrived in the afternoon. It was a beautiful day. And Pahrump is spread out quite a bit. From what I could tell, I didn't see like a particular little like downtown area or anything like that. And one thing that's interesting about Pahrump is I think you could argue that it is the freest city, the most free city in the entire United States. And that is because when you're in Pahrump, well, you can buy alcohol 24-7. You can legally smoke marijuana But the biggest thing is that that is also where prostitution is legal. 
And a lot of people think, oh, I go to Vegas, I can have uh, access to uh, legal prostitutes. No, 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 that's that, that's not cool in Vegas. You have to go way out in the desert to places like Pahrump. And mind you, I want to make it very clear here that I have never in my entire life engaged in prostitution. I've never visited a prostitute, but I feel like that if consenting adults want to get together and do that and pay for it it doesn't bother me i mean i i remember years ago somebody once said it's it's funny that uh, sex is something that you can give away for free but if you pay for it it's illegal it, it is a very weird thing so here we have this town which has got all of these freedoms available they have the chicken ranch there which is the preeminent house, the brothel. And uh, you may have seen over the years uh, the, the guy who's in charge of that, the head pimp, his name is Dennis Hoff. Well, he is now succeeding running for the state legislature here in Nevada, and uh, which is kind of interesting. So you, you think, well, when I get to Pahrump, because everything is, is is available to you. Because you can drink whenever you want. You can smoke marijuana whenever you want. There's prostitutes. You'd think, oh, this must just be a hive of scum and villainy. And it's so strange when you get there and you see that actually it's the exact opposite. This is one of the sleepiest, like, most quiet desert towns that you'll ever find there's no indication whatsoever of, of any kind of hedonism or any kind of chaos or any kind of aberrant behavior I mean it's it, it tells you something about the fact that it, I actually have found that when you go to places all over the world where they restrict what people's freedoms are where people where adults are not given the opportunity to behave themselves and conduct themselves as adults, um, you have more anxiety. You have more bar fights. You have more chaos. Here out in the desert, it was the most calm situation. Everybody was super friendly. Everybody was laid back. I mean, you would never believe that this is a place where all these things are available. And... It, it makes sense to me that a guy as open-minded as Art was um, enjoyed having this very sort of serene community where he was just focusing on his show every night. He, he knew he had all these things at his disposal, but I, you know, I, I, I presume that what he really was interested in was just doing his show every night. You know, Art died this year on Friday the 13th of April and he's buried there in Pahrump but I really didn't want to see his his grave and I'll get back to that in a minute so anyway um, I have wanted to go to Pahrump many times and I, I will I will never I, I, let me tell you I will kick myself to the day I die because one of the greatest things that I have at my Asheville Mystery Museum, you've heard me talk about this before, is Art Bell's alien statue. And I had an opportunity to go to Pahrump 
years ago and get that alien statue in person and bring it back from his estate to my museum. But there was no way I could do it in the window that Art wanted me to do it because I was doing back-to-back stuff that I was obligated to. I it was it was right in the midst of me being in um, northern or well, well whatever part of California where they have um, what not far from San Francisco where we have the Winchester Mansion. I was shooting an episode of Ghost Adventures there, which actually was a great success. I mean, it was a good choice for me because that episode of Ghost Adventures has been voted by Ghost Adventure fans the number one favorite episode of all time for experiments. But I went straight from doing my uh, work at the Winchester Mansion with Ghost Adventures to flying to Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan where I was speaking at a conference and I mean it was just it was chaos and I and it it pains me so much to think I was on the west coast and under any other circumstances I would have gone and uh, picked this statue up myself and made arrangements to ship it back or whatever but I just couldn't do it because I had these other obligations and so my good friend Jim Castle who was a director producer he instead went to art bell's place and was just treated like a king and art gave him a great day and a tour of the place and uh jim did a wonderful job of packing up the alien statue which which we call carville and and shipping it to me in Asheville. so i missed my opportunity there but it just wasn't meant to be i had been in contact with art up until um well last december actually and we were making arrangements for me to go visit in uh, december but it was one of those things where his health was failing he has the new baby it just wasn't going to work out so i never got to meet art in person i never went to pahrump so this was my opportunity to go to Pahrump, and I'm going to try to capture best I can for you, sort of stream of consciousness, what it what it was like to go there. So again, you drive through these dramatic canyons for an hour. When you get to this sprawling, quiet, slightly disjointed town, the first thing I wanted to do was go to the radio station that Art used to own. K-N-Y-E and uh, so I I, I looked up K-N-Y-E and he owned this radio station up until 2008 and then I believe he sold it for about $600,000 and it's kind of funny because when you're driving in and and you're listening to the radio and uh, K-N-Y-E is an FM station Art's voice is still on the station. So he still comes on and gives the temperatures. Today it is 98.9 in Parump, you know, whatever. And so he must have at some point sat down and just recorded so many variables of his voice. Today it's 30 degrees. Right now it's 42 degrees. Right now it's 
58 degrees. Right now, it's 101 degrees. He must have recorded all those, and they have those in a database, and uh, it, it just sort of automatically plays Art's voice. So it shows you the kind of immortality that he achieved, where you still get to hear Art, at very least in that sense. And then you have other promos that are done by him and some of the uh, announcers he's he's worked with. So that's pretty cool. So... KNYE, the radio station, is a bit outside of the main stretch of what you would call um, the primary route through Parump. And so Lauren and I, we, we, we drive through all these neighborhoods, take a left here, take a right here, take a left, and then we finally see, you know, this big antenna sticking up. And we pull up in front of this rather small very abandoned looking building with a chain link fence around it it has a big radio tower uh and then it's got uh two or three satellite dishes around it but there was no indication that anybody was there there was a sign saying you know if you need access to this place call this number and so uh but you can you can see the k-n-y-e on the front of the building and so I was like, I got to get my picture in front of this. So I, I stepped out. Lauren took some pictures of me in front of it. And I'll post um, at least one or two of those pictures on my Twitter feed at Joshua P. Warren, which you can access through JoshuaPWarren.com. That makes it easy for you. So I, I, I spent like just a while there just on the side of the road looking at the station and thinking about what that represented to art and... Um, and, and the impact, and the and, and 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 sort of what a playground this was for him, at a certain point in his life, to have his own radio station, a guy who is now in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame, etc., and 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 to think about you know what it was like for him to have his own radio station, play whatever music he wants, do whatever talk he wants. That must have just been a ball for him. And today, it plays, as they themselves say, a kind of an eclectic mix of music during the day. And it, and it's really good music. Lauren and I both were like, you know, jamming to the music they were playing. And then in the evening, it switches more to talk. And I think they still play Coast to Coast AM there on KNYE. I, I hate to toss this out there but i think it's 95.1 fm i think that's what it is 6000 watt station which is not bad considering that here in the desert uh the signals go an awful long way so once i got my picture in front of knye uh, I'd, I'd done the research and I'd looked into, you know, what else there was to do in Pahrump. Because what I was trying to do was sort of capture the essence of what it would be like to live in this town. And how it affected um, Art's view on things. Well, the number one thing that, you know, was on the internet that everybody said you have to do, you have to go to this winery. And now you would not expect that out in the desert, right? But it is in the direction of California. So we went to the Pahrump Valley Winery. And let me tell you, that was one of the best experiences that I've ever had. I mean, 
you go into this winery and they have all their own grapes out there their own vineyards and you go in they give you a free tasting of seven uh, seven different wines every wine was wonderful i especially am a big pinot grigio fan so we love the pinot grigio so after we went through the tasting they have a restaurant there and we said hey let's take a look at the menu at first i was a little concerned because it kind of looked like we might have been underdressed but it turns out that even though this is really sort of a fancy restaurant they don't mind that you're there in casual clothes and so we went into the restaurant we sat down in this kind of outdoor solarium type situation where they have windows all around you 180 degrees on the deck it was beautiful i mean just such an airy environment uh there were there was a little rabbit who kept hopping around outside uh next to the vineyards there were hummingbirds that were flying back and forth we both we went all out we had plenty of wine we had great food and i'm telling you this is the kind of experience that like if you were going to have a special occasion you could take somebody to this place and have a special occasion and it would be remarkable how much money that you would uh, save actually because if i had that same experience in like asheville north carolina where i'm from oh it would have cost a lot more so i mean we we just really had a great time there at the prump valley winery and so then we decided well after dinner let's hit up some of the casinos there's uh at least three or four casinos in town uh some of them i i I really enjoyed because they have this sort of um old west kind of saloon feel i love that old old pioneer kind of feeling and uh i did very well which you know fortunately that's that's not surprising i usually do quite well in casinos so anyway we were like well we've probably done about all there is to do here because at this point it's getting yeah you know kind of late it's like close to 10 o'clock at night and so lauren and i were thinking okay this is the place where the most famous brothel exists in the u.s we got to at least go and see see this place and so and i'm talking about the chicken ranch the chicken ranch so the chicken ranch is 10 well almost not quite it's like almost 10 miles outside of pahrump so you're already in pahrump so you're already kind of out there but then you got to go like another eight to ten miles from there to get to the chicken ranch so we start driving and you know it's so dark out there and there's not much there's not much i mean you might pass a little a little shop or you know something here or there and we were thinking boy they really put this place out there didn't they because you may have seen uh like the hbo series cat house where they sort of portray what it's like to be around this particular brothel but you might not realize like no it's really out there 
So you've already taken quite a jaunt just to get to Pahrump. Now you have to go another, you know, eight, nine, ten miles. And it's dark, and part of it right now is gravel. I don't know if they're doing construction or what, but part of it's gravel. And you finally get out there in the desert where you're so far out. I mean, there is not shit. You don't see any lights. You don't see any sign of civilization. And then up ahead, you see a blinking light. And we're like, oh, that must be it. That must be it. So we pull up into the parking lot, and sure enough, here is this uh, structure in the background. It's not huge. It's got some, like, you know, pointy A-frame type designs and a big parking lot, and it has a sign that's blinking that says the Chicken Ranch. So we got out. We stopped our car. We got out, and we started taking pictures of ourselves uh, in front of the Chicken Ranch sign. And they have also a sign there that says we have such and such bar. Just and, and the idea is there's a bar here. You can just go into the bar. You don't have to go to the whorehouse. You can just go to the bar and uh, just, you know, have a drink and relax. And it was tempting. It was tempting for us just to be like, ah, this is a historic, famous place. Let's just go in and have a drink at the bar. And we thought about it for a minute, and I said, nah, no, nah, I don't think so. Because I can just imagine how this would have probably turned out. Here I am, walking with my beautiful wife into the most successful brothel in the United States of America. Two hours later, I can envision I'm leaving alone. And now there's a new chicken at the chicken ranch. They've brainwashed my wife. They've used some kind of microwave technology. At very least. And they, you know, now I say, well, that wasn't worth it. They've manipulated my wife into being part of their harem. No, that was not. If you ever go to the chicken ranch and you're a man, you should probably go there alone. I don't think it's a good idea to bring your wife. They'll possibly take your wife away. So we took our pictures and then we left. And I'm glad that was a very good decision. But after that, uh, we were like, okay, we've seen Perup. And so we drove that hour back through the dark mountains and canyons and uh, you know, we were back in, in Vegas again where we got some food and went back home and ate and crashed out and it was a really fun time but I think you know one thing I should point out is Vegas is a very bright place I mean people can see the lights from Vegas hundreds of miles away but there there was a great darkness around Pahrump. You could see the stars shining bright in the sky. And I, I, again, I really do have a new appreciation for why that he felt it was a, an open-minded place with great freedom, but also a peaceful place. And his focus was pretty single-minded. He just wanted to 
produce his radio show. And what a great place for it. What a place enveloped with mystery. I told you that he's buried there. And I could have gone to his gravesite. Now, for one thing, I'm not real big on going to people's headstones anyway. You know, my good buddy Vance Pollock does that. And he says that when he goes to graveyards, he'll walk into a situation where when he sets his mind to focusing on a particular person's grave, all of this amazing synchronicity kicks in and other things start coming to him. But on this particular trip, I didn't want to think so much about Art being dead. Um, In fact, I hardly ever thought about that at all. I just wanted to go there and get a sense. And I didn't tell anybody that I was coming. I didn't tell anybody who I was or my relationship with Coast to Coast AM or anything. I just wanted to go in there unannounced and get a sense for what this environment was, you know, what this neighborhood was, where Art was working with them. And I can definitely see why it was right. So, yeah, I, I, maybe if I go there again, I'll go to his gravesite. But I didn't want to think about Art being dead. I wanted to imagine him being alive and being immersed in this particular setting. And it was great. It was great. It was very calm. It was peaceful. It was sleepy. And even though it was so free that anybody could do whatever they wanted to. There was nothing running amok. There was no reason to fear a bar fight or anything. No, it was just it was just a very calm, free, mature setting out in the middle of the desert. And I admire that and it tells me a lot about the vibe that art was attracted to and why that his shows had such a sort of clear backdrop because that's the world that he was operating within. I wish I could give you an even more vivid description of it, but I think that's pretty good. So that's what it's like to go to Pahrump, Nevada today and see the world in which Art Bell worked. So once again, if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you'll find a link to my Twitter account, and I'll post uh, at least one or two pictures of myself there that you may or may not find interesting. But um, while you're there, I hope you'll click the link to this podcast. It's called Joshua P. Warren. Uh, Joshua P. Warren Daily at joshuapwarren.com. I... Um, I try to leave one for you every day. Don't always succeed. But it's always short. It's always free. You can follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren to get notified. You get a tweet from me when new ones are available. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.